0: Hi, I'm Jeannie Kelly, your credit coach, and I have Janine Hupper. and how are you, Janine? I am excellent. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to have you because I'm getting to know you during this podcast, which I love that. I love that. I love getting to um, know what makes you tick in the mortgage industry because I've been working with you for a long time, but I yeah. don't know what got you into the industry
1: absolutely so uh my story starts in oh circa 1998. um i had left school in new york i started taking courses at home um i was actually on my own i had my own cleaning business um one of my clients who was like a second mother to me she was amazing she near and dear she's since passed but she introduced me to her nephew who owned a mortgage company at the time now back in 98 that wasn't a buzzword and you know you didn't hear much about mortgages um but he thought that i would after speaking with him would do well in the industry ironically i come from a family of realtors so i have oh. my mother and stepfather at the time uh, my sister my aunt my grandparents so it's always been around me and I always said I would never get involved in real estate <laughs> because of that. Never say never. Never say never. But I did. I, I took the opportunity, uh, mentored with this gentleman for about a year while I worked, while I went to school, um, and eventually hopped in full time uh, sometime in '99.
0: Okay. Yeah. So you've yeah. been in the industry a long time. And I know yeah. one of your specialties, and I know you can do so many mortgages, but you love the first-time
1: home buyers. I do. I mean, uh, you know, for a period of my career, I was in wholesale lending um, and I worked with challenged buyers. And so I find that a lot of the referral sources and people remember me from that era and tend to send me tougher to do loans, which generally end up being for some buyers because they haven't gone through the process before. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just become really uh, near and dear to my heart. I love helping single mothers who you know, are just barely making ends meet, helping them get into homes. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, I love that too, because I can remember going back, what brought me into this industry was having bad credit. I talk about it all the time, you know, and I was a single mom. And so not only did I have bad credit, I couldn't get an apartment. I mean, I was, it was horrible. So you can't even think of the like think of wanting to purchase a home. I mean I dreamed about it, but when you can't even rent an apartment, like it's like you gotta take the steps. The reality
1: of hearing and seeing it on paper, the credit, the rate, the tight ratio, the you know, the lack of money in the bank, and it's we need a home. We have nowhere to go. I mean it's it's heart wrenching.
0: Yeah. Now what is if what's the plan when it comes to someone thinking about wanting to purchase? like, and obviously they should pick up the phone right away to call you and connect and it'd be great months in advance, but like, what is the process? What should someone be looking for when they're saying, I want to purchase a home? Like, what's the first step?
1: I think people are very apprehensive due to, I think, misleading advertising to have their credit pulled and there's no way to start or know or get the right Council without pulling credit. Now there are for us at Cross Country. Fortunately, we can do a tri merge soft pull, which is amazing. No effect on credit, um, and it's important to know what's there, what needs to be worked on, because it's a marathon. You know, it's not buying a house is not an overnight process. Could take six, eight, nine months. I have plenty of buyers on year two right now, still shopping, mm-hmm. um, or still working on things. Uh, so that is the most important: is to have one find a mortgage professional that's uh, trusted, someone you can trust, you feel comfortable with, that can stick with you through the process and help you with your credit.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because when it comes to the mortgages, just like okay, they have to review their credit report, it's important to to do. And um, it's also important to find that mortgage lender that you can say, these are my goals, this is, here's my whole financial picture, because you've got to share all of that information, like, and what can I afford realistically, you know, so this way, then there is a plan to start thinking about putting that together. And it it doesn't have to be that difficult. I just think sometimes people are afraid when they, they are, feel like afraid. there's no option. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know? And let me ask you, because I ask everyone, how did you learn about credit?
1: Um so I uh, being on my own at a young age uh, went to buy my first car. I think it was 19 at the time. And it was during a downturn. So my parents couldn't co-sign for me. Um, I had no credit, and I couldn't get a car loan. I ended up, eventually, my grandmother lent me $2,000, and I was able to get a loan on my own through, I'll never forget, Saturn of Brantford. They found a lender that would lend to me, and I got okay. my first car loan. Um, and from there, it was, it became very important. And I I was in, starting in the mortgage industry at the time, too. So I was then constantly in front of credit reports. Um, But for me, I have not skipped a beat since that day. It just, it was, it very much weighed on me the importance of credit.
0: Yeah. Right. And being a mortgage lender, what is a common question that your clients might come to you and ask you all the time and that it always seems to be the same question? What are you hearing? (laughs)
1: Funny, because uh, every day I have the conversation and I say, I have this conversation with everybody. It's it's the question that always comes up. Why are my credit scores different? Uh, the ones you pulled, Janine, from what I see on Credit Karma or Experian app or my credit card statement. Um, and I have to then explain about the difference between mortgage scores and consumer credit scores and how there's always a difference Jeannie, I would love to hear your explanation on this I can get well, more yeah. Here.
0: I mean, it's exactly what you said. There are different scores out there. And I always say people come to me and I'll say, well, I could sell a score, right? But if no one's buying it, who cares what score I'm giving you? So you just have to learn that some of these other scores are educational or like if you see a score dip on one, it's probably across the board, but they do have different algorithms. So it is important to know for mortgages. We're using FICO 2, 4, and 5 90% of the time, and and that's the other confusing thing, Janine, because there are more than one FICO. Like it used to be, people would just think, oh, okay, FICO. FICO. I understand the word, but then on their credit card statements, just like you said, they'll it see says FICO. it says FICO, but it's FICO eight <laughs> because it's a credit card. And so they're giving right. you the credit card score. So it's it's very confusing And uh, so many sites out there and they're always different. And a lot of times they'll see that the mortgage score is lower. So they're not, it's not a happy surprise when sometimes the lender pulls because they'll say, oh, but I thought I was a 700 and there may be a 689 or whatever it may be. It seems to be different. And it's just, you have to think of those as educational scores and know that when it comes for one of the largest purchases I think of our life, our mortgage, is a very large purchase. It's your FIco two four and five at the moment, so it's something Would to you
1: say think about. that a mortgage scoring model is more uh stricter on sort of how you've repaid your bills. Sometimes it is because, so if you
0: even go to myfico.com, you can purchase your credit report with all the scores and you'll see like 28 versions of your score and you'll see them all different. You'll see some higher, some lower. You're like, it's, it does, it, it's all over the place. And it's because like, I think that yes, a mortgage is a, it might be a little stricter than needing a credit card even though with the credit card, I always feel like there's no collateral, right? At least with the mortgage, there is a home, but right. it doesn't matter what I think. It's just that it's. <laughs> I know that the FICO 2, 4, and 5 are always it, it not as high as what I see with the FICO 8s, let's just say, or some of the other scoring models, depending, but FICO, the one main thing, and I'll just quickly say, putting it together, when you know that 35% is payment history, of your balances. Those are two things that you really can play with. You know, Mm -hmm. yes, length, you know, um, how long you've been using credit, mix of credit, types of credit. That's still part of it. But those two things, paying your bills on time and can you lower that credit card debt, those are two things that can help you with rebuilding your credit or maximizing your score before a mortgage.
1: You know, so... Um I, I help. I try to help people understand those factors. Yeah, absolutely. it up.
0: Now, Janine, during your day, what's your favorite thing? Like during your work day, what's the favorite thing that you do throughout your day with your with helping people become homeowners?
1: You know, I find that there's always an obstacle every single loan, every single day, and I I say to myself. I learned something new every day for the last 20-something years. It, it, it it's never ceases to amaze me. And so every day is a new challenge, right? But my favorite part is overcoming that challenge. It's doing a little more work, using a little more critical thinking, uh, using some resources, calling friends in the industry and running it by them, and coming up with solutions. Sometimes it even takes sleeping on it. I come up with it while I'm sleeping. The solution is strange. Um, And then to go ahead and get past the finish line on something really difficult, there's no greater fulfillment in my industry for me. Uh, than that is to to help someone who might otherwise not have been able to get approved or cross the finish line.
0: Yep, I believe that, and I they, that's why they say sleep on it sometimes, right? An because... epiphany. <laughs> it's true. I believe it. I believe it.
1: Yeah.
0: Now it's the beginning of the new year. I'm a book lover. I don't know if you are. Are there any books that you love when it comes to well, just books
1: in general? Do you have a favorite? I do love to read. Um, you know, I don't have a lot of extra time, so I, I find myself listening to podcasts lately. Love it. Um, I do for books. I love, you know, fictional, nonfictional, um, uh, spiritual books, stuff like that. But for podcasts, um, which I find, you know, while I'm in the bathroom or while I'm driving, um, I'll put on, uh, Peter Schiff, who is an economist -hmm. He really digs in deep into the markets and gives very difficult and challenging information about the economy. So I listen to him when I I want to get you know like that angry start to my day and (laughs) and (laughs) the day. Yep. And then uh, I love politics, so I'll listen to David Rubin. He's a self-proclaimed libertarian, and he's hysterical, but he's also he's just smart and on point um and then for fun I listen to I am a crime junkie so <laughs> I listen to Kendall Ray uh true crime
0: ah okay okay and I <laughs> I love um and I'm dating myself but I have always loved on TV law and order hands oh. down I mean, just, I can hear the intro of the music and I'm hooked and that's it. You know, I'm, I'm there for the, the, uh, the segment and, and it is what it is. I can't help myself. So I do like those solving things, you know, and just when you want to unwind and say, yeah, take your mind
1: completely off everything. (laughs) My son will walk in, um, when I want to really Bad Joe, I, I watched uh, ID I channel, you know, which is all yep. like murder investigations and stuff. Mommy, not ID again. <laughs> and he's five. So it's just, it's so funny. There's mommy, no more murder. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my gosh! Right? So funny. It is. Oh, the poor little guy. Wait, know, but right? listen, I know
1: because I Cassandra... know. I could, sol- I could solve any crime. I'm telling you. <laughs>
0: Right? I know it makes it fun. Um, okay. So let me just ask you for the first time home buyers again, when should, or maybe I didn't ask you this, but when should they come to see you? Like, is there a magic time that you're thinking? Like, when is it important to start thinking about for doing the pre-approval?
1: You know, if there's any thought at all, or you're, Completely unsure about your credit score or what your credit looks like. You've never really had credit pulled for any reason other than a credit card. It's important to give yourself at least six months to prepare. You just don't know what you're going to find. And, best case scenario, you get pre approved on the spot and everything's great. But, you know, unfortunately, I deal with a lot of people who are up against, you know, right now in this market, sellers uh, are trying to sell their rental properties to get the most money for them. So they're being kicked out of their their homes and there's just not enough time. And the last thing they wanna do is pack up, go to another rent and pack up again and then buy a house. So, and then there's kids in school and the rest of it. Totally,
0: I can remember, listen, I've been there with challenging times and I remember for me, I mean, I definitely wanted to purchase, you know but i couldn't even rent like i said but then when i could rent which i was even proud of that moment but i still wanted my exit strategy but when i rented and my daughter said she wanted to paint her room and i couldn't you know we had a place where I, we weren't allowed to do that and that was where i said okay enough is enough where's my plan and that is when i began the process of saying okay what can i afford today okay, if I put, if I do this, this and this, maybe I can afford more. And that's when I started working on it. And, you know, believe it or not, it wasn't that long. It might've only, I mean, it might've been a year because I just signed the lease uh, for the apartment. But like, as soon as I did, I already had my exit strategy and I was starting to work on things. And so to me, if you want that if you want to purchase a home, there's so many ways, so many programs, so many mortgages, and you can't you can't purchase a home if you just keep thinking about it and not putting any exactly. put any action into it, you know, and put any planning. So time goes by fast, but put together a plan
1: another uh, just along the lines of what you're saying, people who have pets, i mean, they're in a predicament right. very hard to find a rent with pets, so um, you know, you can't paint the walls and you also can't have pets. So, you know, <laughs> right, exactly. I can't even
0: imagine my little puppety right. pups. So <laughs> I always have them. If you follow me on social media, my dogs are like a big part of my life and I just can't always even imagine. Do, right, <laughs> right. Exactly. I don't want to think about it. <laughs> uh. So thank you so much. And if anyone has to find you, I have your link up there. But what about on social media? What are your links? Sure.
1: So I have a website, Mortgages by Janine, J-E-N-E-E-N. Uh, you can find me by Googling Cross Country Fairfield Branch. Okay. Um, I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn, um, and Instagram.
0: Awesome. It was so great having you, Janine. Yes. Thank Take you so easy. very
1: much.